Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast, where every week, Danny and Mauda Vega discuss topics that help families live a healthy and active lifestyle with their little ones, including nutrition and training, peaceful parenting, education, and mindset. To stay up to date, make sure to hit subscribe on this podcast and check out the blog at www.fatfuel.family. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at dannyvega.ms, at fatfueledmom, and at fatfueledkids, and fatfueledfamily on YouTube. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Vega, and I'm joined only today by my lovely co-host and wife, Maura. How are you, my love? I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm just like busy, but I'm doing good. Yeah, I, I'm just super excited to just be alone with you right now. Yeah, I like doing these. This uh, is fun. We haven't done these in a while, and we have a lot to get off our, our minds, so we wanted to just do a solo episode, um, and uh, we really hope you guys like this because we're really excited to share what we're doing this year. Yeah. So in this episode, basically what we're going to do is um, we're going to kind of share with you guys what, um, yeah, what we're doing in 2020, in the new year, what our plans are with the boys as far as homeschool curriculum, just life in general. um, And then kind of some personal things that we're going to be focusing on uh, spiritually and stuff like that. So We'll get into all of that. And then we're also in the second half of the show going to be answering some questions that we took on Danny's story. So we'll be doing that as well. Awesome. So why don't we start with what we're doing in 2020, what you've been um, kind of the what you've received as, as kind of a very important focus for you personally. And I'll talk about my personal things, too. So in general, 2020, what's 2020 going to be all about? So for us, 2020, um, we kind of do this thing where we pick a word to kind of live by every year. And this year it kind of came easily to me because it's just something that I feel has been, you know, just a theme that keeps showing up that the Lord has been speaking to me. And basically our word, well, my word is going to be available and um, available, you know, to God and to anything that is, I guess, I don't helping know, what am I? Serve others, yes, helping. helping me serve others, anything like that. Like, there's certain things that we wanted to get started, like some Bible studies with friends that we've been wanting to do, some service missions that we've been, you know, talking about for years. And because we haven't been available, um, or uh, maybe I can say it like we're, because we're always available to everything else, it's basically left us unavailable to what we find to be the most important thing. So that's my word. And I have a few, a few things that I'll be doing. Should I just share that right off the bat? Um, I haven't posted about this yet. So if you're listening to this, you're hearing it first. So you're special (laughs) because you listen to our podcast. Um, I will definitely be doing a post about this, uh, bringing, you know, the community in on this, but I have chosen to, and it's just something that, um, cause I want to explain kind of like my thought process behind this, but, it's just something that's been a theme uh, uh, in case you haven't noticed, uh, you know, Kanye West came out with a new album. Uh, Jesus is King. Apparently Dr. Dre is on part two. And I just feel there's like a movement going on uh, in the, in the art space. And it's something that I know I've always kind of like, kind of complained about like, Oh, you know, secular music is just better. 
And we um, love we love the arts. Uh, we love. I'm just yeah. I'm a dancer. I music. love music. Music is music. like my entire life, to be honest. Like the 99. I've re- I've come to realize, by the way, that you know everyone's always asking me how I stay motivated for the gym. 99.9 of the reason I go to the gym is to listen to music for two hours straight because I don't get to do that anymore. And that's something that I literally used we to used do. We used to sit down. We used to sit for hours and, and search just, for music yeah, and listen and to just it listen before to we music. had kids. And we would go to the gym at like six o'clock in the afternoon. Get back at eight get on the computer and eat while we listen to music. And- you know what I used to do? Well, you know this because once we, when we got together, you would see my patterns, but yeah. like I would spend a ridiculous amount, like waste so much blog? time. What was that one blog? I uh, got a dance dirty. That's a good That's one. one of them. There's, yeah, there there's many, there are several blogs that we used to find, you know, our weird music. Cause that's another thing. Like we like very, you know, we're, we kind of like uh, the underground stuff, um, the alternative stuff. So we're always looking for like the weird, the weird stuff. And <laughs> I mean, I used to literally sit there for, it was part of my morning routine for the longest time as I ate my oatmeal back then, <laughs> that I would sit at my computer and before I went to the gym, I would download new music that I was going to be able to listen to because it was so important. But anyways, because of that, um, and because I feel like there's finally movement going on in the art space, uh, I'm also making myself available to that and making space for that. So I'm going to be doing a basically a secular music fast for the month of January. I'm kind of thinking of pushing it to February 14th, just because that's the day. Well, that's Valentine's day, but that's also the day that my favorite person band ever is going to release a new album. Um, But we're, we're going to play that by ear. And then I was thinking of like breaking the fast with that, you know, but we'll see, we'll, we'll see where, you know, I don't know where this is going to take me. So I'm really excited about it. And uh, you know, to see where, how this changes my, honestly, my day-to-day moods mainly. Because well, I feel this. like it's just listening to that all day, I'll be in a better mood. Yeah. And 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 we talk a lot about the importance of like the diet, our diet. And when we talk about diet, we're not just talking about the food we consume. We're talking about the type of light that we are exposing ourselves to, the environmental stuff. What are we putting in our ears? Like what is the type of music? I mean, I can tell you as someone who loves hip hop, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, as I'm like wrapping it out, I'm like, man, this is not right. You know, like this is, this is probably not the best thing for me to be talking about and, and repeating as someone who, you know, has a specific, you know, code of morals and a specific view of women and a specific view of, of the world. And Have you noticed that it does get to you though? Yeah, of it, it gets to you. It changes your mood. You You say more, you start to say, use different language. You start to your thoughts, it changes your thoughts. It, it does. does. So like, it's just, we want to tell you guys, because we're always telling you like, you know, get rid of environmental toxins, get rid of toxic people. And you should also look at, you know, the, the media that you consume, the TV that you watch. We're big on, you know, we, we haven't, we've made it very clear that we're against porn, you know, and right. what porn does to your brain, what porn does to your relationships. Um, I know some people will get butt hurt about things like that because they feel like we're making a, a judgment on them. But if you're listening to this and this bothers you, I have no idea who you are. So, you know, that's not on me if it bothers you that I'm... Well, we are, we don't, we don't, we don't judge anyone. Exactly. Because we're all like, you know, the the faith that, you know, our belief system doesn't really make space for that. So I, 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 I know I still fall short. We all fall short. And I do, I can still judge people, but... I'm never going to judge someone over something, but you know, whether it's right or wrong is 
is, I still have to make that judgment. I still have to make that judgment for myself. And so it is a judgment. And so let's just, you know, throw that out there because uh, I've had a problem with that word for, for so long, right? We, yeah, we've been definitely. talking about this for so years, like judgmental, like the word judgmental, it's, it's kind of trash because if you've made any decision, you've, you've made a judgment. So, you know, anyone who's had a child, right. Anyone who's had a child, like, oh, right. Yes. My decision to homeschool, I am making a judgment about what I think is better. So you're right. I do think it's better. I mean, are you surprised? Why would I homeschool if I thought school was better? (laughs) And it's weird. So it's just like, come on. Like we're all, we're we're all technically judgmental because we're all making, you know, choices based on our own, you know, views and our own. Right. Hopefully moral codes. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, but anyways, yeah, I wanted to just say for me, um, you know, when she says available, um, I I'm, I'm totally with that. I don't want to steal her word. Um, but you know, to go a little bit deeper to be available means at the exclusion of, of noise. So for you to be available, you can't have a priority and then leave things there that would get in the way of that priority. So for me, that's mm-hmm. been a huge lesson for me in the first year of having a business is, you know, I've, I've just been pulled in so many directions and then I've had some weird, interesting visions of, of things like once I was in a vision that I thought that I was like in a car and then you start to look at the imagery behind that. Like it could mean that I'm, I'm in the driver's seat or I'm, I'm being driven and it felt like I was being driven. And, you know, for me to be in the driver's seat, I have to be focused. So for me, um, in addition to what she said, like, I want to make sure like with my business and with my relationship with my family, because a a conversation that we've always had is like, okay, what is this going to look like when you quit your job? Does it really mean that you're going to be here more with the family? And, and, you know, that was a concern of Maura's and I'll be honest, like this last year, I didn't do a great job of that. Like there were lots of times that I was with my family less because I was traveling more. I was at conferences and. And and it's also because of the, type of work like you don't ever yeah. disconnect so we're taking calls on holidays and stuff like that yeah. but that's also a lack of <laughs> planning yeah a lack of planning but i you know there, there are things that i've i've done well which is like you know put the phone down at the nighttime less phone during the weekends not be connected all the time but i do find myself working a lot more like one person said you know you go from having a nine to five to having a five to nine which is 100% true. And one thing that they, another thing they don't mention is the fact that you're working almost every day. Like you're working on Saturdays, you're working on Sundays. This is not like when you do something that you love, you you're, it's not, it's kind of similar to what we talk about when we talk about school and how children who, um, whose love of education is not, um, is not uh, altered by the schooling process. They want to learn more often. It's similar to me when I'm with, with my career um, I love what I do, so I don't consider it work, even though I am truly working hard. Um, but you have to keep that in check. You have to make sure that, at least for me, you know, my family is the most important thing. So um, I am going to have a targeted focus on three, possibly four, because of something that that is kind of in my mind that I'm I'm considering. Um, so three to four projects, and then um, I'd love to share my plans on like an IGTV or an IG. Uh, live or even like another short bonus podcast if you guys are interested. Um, we're also going to be doing more videos on IGTV and YouTube. And if you want to email us with any um, ideas that you want us to cover, we have a list of things, but we'll gladly add to it. 
Uh, make sure to email us at hello at fatfield.family with questions. And the last thing is, it's a good segue to the next thing, which is we're going to be focusing on this family unit, which is more important than anything. So with that being said, let's talk about homeschool. And let, why don't you tell the whole story? Because I think it's a, an entertaining story. And then we'll go into the details of what we've come up with as far as ideas. All right. So bottom line, um, you know, it's just the nature of life where when you are in a better, you know, as parents, we always say that we're going to try to do better than what our parents like. That's pretty much the goal, I think, for anyone. Right. And so this is some place where, um, you know, because of the nature of the fact that my children don't have to go without things or, um, you know, they're, they're just, they're just better off basically than we were growing up. And yeah, so we, we always say like that, that they're, they're the rich kids. They're basically we, like we, the rich that kids that with. I used to play with, um, more so for Danny, who was probably, you know, worse off. Yeah. Him. He was probably worse off. Um, especially when you were younger, you know, it yeah. probably got better as you got older, but <clears throat> yeah, you went through periods that you were much worse off probably than me even. And with that, just, it's just how it goes. You know, the kids, they do, they become less grateful. They're treating my house like a trash can. Um, we become entitled to pretty much everything. Um, and then it's like, you know, they go to lifetime with me. So they're hanging around with richer kids yeah. sometimes, which is, you know, my friend has an 11 pro. Sorry yeah. to hear that for yeah. him and his family. Yeah. I'm sorry because I mean, it's just, you know, it's a thousand dollar phone. I yeah. just feel like even if I was rich, I wouldn't get it. No, I wouldn't because also like the it's technology just the, thing. The like technology. The, the I, thing. Yeah, the screen time too. So so anyways, um, you know, just our attitude towards things becomes a little bit different. So they're literally treating my house like a trash can, treating my my car like a trash can. And guys, when you homeschool, you know, they're with me more hours. Like when your kids are sitting in school for seven hours, those seven hours, nobody's, t- nobody's in your house messing yeah. it up. So for those seven hours, they're in my car or in my house trashing it. And so, you know, I'm there complaining to Daniel uh, about (laughs) how annoying my kids are. They're so messy. They're so disrespectful. And then, of course, I'm the one who's, you know, enabling the behavior because I'm so well, because then I'm also just so busy sometimes that I'm like, okay, I don't honestly really have time to wait for you to do it so slow, you know, and then to not do it right. So sometimes I end up just doing things because I just want it done or I want them out of my house. So I'm like, you know what? Get out so I can clean. Get out. Um, But that's not the right thing. You know, that's not the right thing. And so Danny is being the hilarious clone of his father that he is because he's (laughs) hysterical and he's basically a mini Ray Vega. I'm there. I'm like, oh, these kids, blah, blah, blah. Danny is like, mi amor, this is very simple. We homeschool. So guess what? Guess what's on the curriculum? Home ec. And so basically, Danny has given me a revelation and he's a genius because this is, guys, this is why I homeschool. And I need to be reminded of this because I'm still subject as woke as I feel I am. I am still very much indoctrinated still with my thoughts because I still don't think of these things. And it's not my knee jerk to be like, oh, it's acceptable to give up quote unquote, academic academics for a while in order for my children to learn how to not be savages. Because to be honest, I don't care how smart you are or how good 
you are of a student. I was an excellent student, but because I'm an emotional disaster, you know, <laughs> it was a little harder for me. Like that's, yeah. you know what, uh, for me, like, for, so for example, what would have been more important for me to learn that could have actually for real helped me a morning routine, Yeah, a morning routine, handling stress, handle stress management, um, and stuff like that. Like and setting boundaries, uh, setting boundaries, uh, a, a time management, um, organizing myself, like getting like plans, like how to goal set goals. Uh, these are the types of things. So, so yeah. So uh, with that revelation, um, starting in January, we are basically, I'm going to be working on, um, and you guys know we unschool. So, um, the kids are going to, you know, they're, they're agreeing to all of this. We're, we're talking about it. Um, and we're going to make it fun for them. So we have a few things in mind. Um, as far as curriculum wise, you want to talk maybe about like the first kind of things that we're going to do? Yeah. So the, the like Maura said, we're unschoolers. So most of the time what we're doing is we're kind of like we're in the passenger seat watching and and helping them. OK, you got to make a right here if that's what you want to do. You know, we're kind of helping them, guide them. We also have heat. So that makes it easy. So my kids basically, it's like their college. And it's like the way that they choose their courses. It's like they're in college. Yep. So they basically pick their courses. And most of the time they're taking like two to three courses at a time. Um, We have decided for at least the spring that they're going to each have one course that they're taking. And Desmond's going to do his chess club because he loves chess. Yeah, he'll do chess club. And then Dean. He'll do steam. And Desmond's still going to do STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, art, math. And then Dean is doing... He'll do his reading class because he got a lot class. out of that. And then and then maybe Dean will do beyond just the jujitsu, which is, a, you know, extracurricular. He'll probably start with music, honestly. Music, yeah, because we found someone who's actually going to teach him music, but also works with... Special needs. Special needs kids, which is really cool. Um, but that extra time is going to be developed, is going to be used to do this other cool stuff. So I'm going to go into some of this stuff that we're looking into that is really awesome. So we're writing this curriculum and, and um, people have asked us some questions of homeschool. We're going to wait to answer those, but um, we are going to write a curriculum for this. And, and and this is what we're doing right now, guys. So yeah. this is, this is what's so awesome about homeschool is that we're so flexible. Like we can choose to do a curriculum right now. And then maybe next semester we're, more free about it, you yep. know? Yep. So we do what's necessary. Exactly. It's what's tailored at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the, the little tiny things, and there's, there's more of these to fill in, but one of them will be like a daily checklist of responsibilities for them to start the day. Um, and this to me is very Montessorian because, you know, when you're in a Montessori classroom, there are specific tasks that need to be done. Um, and so while it is something that we're directing, it's just kind of getting them on a schedule to build really good habits. Because what we see, for example, with the the cleaning up after yourself thing is we don't have a system where they're doing things and, and they're doing them every day. They get they let things get out of hand. We tell them to clean it up. They 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 basically take a long time to clean it up because it's not automated and it's like a vicious cycle of that. So we'll have a daily checklist of house responsibilities and things like that. We're going to finally do the Kids Cook Real Food course, which um, Katie Kimball, if you guys will put in the show notes, the episode that we did with Katie Kimball of Kids Cook Real Food. Um, it teaches kids how to handle knives. It teaches kids how to do a bunch of stuff. There are these online courses that you could take at any time 
Um, and we're signed up for that. We've never been able, had the time to do it. So we're going to actually finally set some time apart for that. Um, we're going to be doing two different uh, Western A, using two different Western A price books, nourishing tradition books. We're going to do the nourishing broth book because we do want to teach him how to make like some broths and, and how that goes. We also are going to do the nourishing traditions kids cookbook. Um, we are going to do the room remodel and plan. Why don't you talk a little bit about the room remodels and like what we have in mind? Because they're going to be involved in the whole process. Right. So one of our, you know, stressors uh, is the fact that because we've been so unavailable for anything else except. Even on the weekends. You know, keto, basically. Yeah. And like everything that we have going on with our work. Uh, our house has our brand new house. That our we brand built new house that I built three years ago yeah. is pretty much. I don't want to say falling apart, but it's definitely uh, been neglected. So yeah. there's, you know, it doesn't look as nice as it should for being a three year old home. So you know, the the boys' rooms is kind of a stress because um, there's just stuff everywhere. Nobody's had time to. You know how it is. You have to upkeep. You have to go in there every so often and take things out. Get rid of stuff we don't wear anymore. So, I mean, the disaster of clothes and just excess junk. Junk. It's And we've thrown away and, so much of it. And still, we, guys. We don't buy stuff. I don't buy. I don't even buy things. I consider myself a minimalist. I can't even imagine other people's houses who yeah. have, who who care about buying things. Yeah. Because I would rather die than go shopping. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> for real. It's true. It's like when I have an I'm event, so I'm like, that. goodness. I have to go get something, you know? And then I always try to wear, like, you will see me wearing the same things at events often. And I don't care. Judge me or don't. Cool. Yeah. There's my money not being spent. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's not important to us. And like, it's not, it's just, yeah, it's not important to me. But anyways, so I'm going to, you know, make it fun for the boys. They're going to help me. You know, we're going to come up with the plans. Um, We're going to. Unfortunately, have to go to IKEA. I mean, yeah. what's the deal with IKEA? Well, whatever. I was just telling her that there's a, a it's a, just cheaper. Um, a documentary just came out on IKEA. We'll, we'll probably hold off on that because first of all, it's cheap, and second of all, it comes with instructions, and that's awesome for kids to like. Right, because I want Desmond to build it. Desmond, he he's really good at building. So yeah, we're gonna have him that. build the furniture. He needs a new dresser. Um, they're both in one room right now. Um, and we're going to kind of switch that up, give them their own rooms. We have a guest room and we, whether or not they choose to sleep together is up to them, but we're going to separate the rooms. So, um, we have a guest room that's probably going to become, that's going to become Desmond's room. We have to figure out how we're going to set that up so that it's a nice, comfortable space for him. And then, you know, sell the bunk bed and they're going to be involved in all of these steps, you know, posting the listing, uh, how much coming up with the price, how much are we going to sell this bunk bed for? Um, and then, yeah, I actually might do American Signature or something for the daybed that I want to get Dean. And then figure out a fun room for Dean that's kind of sensory specific, yeah. uh, sensory friendly. Like um, they have crash pads, but they the crash pads that they have like at Rework the Spectrum, they're super expensive. But the lady, guess what? She goes, oh, you can make these. I'm like, oh, can I? So we're going to maybe make a crash pad. You know, so these are all things that I can get them involved. And then I think once that they've put in the work, um, they're going to naturally want to take better care of their stuff. I know Desmond already realized how annoying it is. And I, something I've been complaining about forever. It's like when I, when you take the time out to actually do something and it gets undone very quickly, 
it's like a slap in the face. It's the, literally His the brother, worst feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're, you know, there's been several times where maybe I organize a pantry or whatever. And it's like, guys, this can't get undone in like two seconds. Like I literally took an hour, probably longer for what, for like in one second it gets unorganized. So them learning that is important so that they can, you know, value their stuff as well. Because to be honest, this is my number one rule. This is our number one rule is respect property, our yeah. property. Take care of your things. Ask Danny. I have zero tolerance for not taking care of your stuff. Yeah. And I have thing, shirts. They, they also lose their stuff. Where's this? Where's that? I have shirts that are from Forever 21. Okay. So that's how cheap they are that I've had for for at least 10 years. Ask Danny how good I take care of myself. Because yeah. I don't like shopping. I don't want to shop it? more. When I find something, I like it and I want to keep it forever. I'm like, great. I found something I like. That never happens. Let me keep it forever. So that's something that we're trying to, you know, relate as well. Um, a really cool one that this one just came to me this morning is I saw an article about a oh, freaking class in Alaska that learned to butcher a moose. So I was like, hold up. Do you and, like my idea about the field trip? Yeah, I think that's brilliant. But like, I think for sure, like John will, will love it because he has. So John, our good friend, John at Oliver Heritage Farms, you guys know that we've been, we've been moving towards his direction for a long time because as you know, quote unquote, I hate this term, but that's what they say that we are like, we're influencers. You know, we, we work with companies and like, as someone who loves meat, I've had relationships with different companies and, um, as time has passed, I've, these relationships have, have started to become that this doesn't work for me anymore. You know, like Laura's lean was a big one because Laura's lean was a fantastic company with great grass fed beef. That's so delicious. They took care of me. You know, I, I went to conferences to represent them and then they came out with this, this, um, non-meat burger and I'm sorry guys. And the ingredients were kind of The ingredients disappointing. were kind of. Did it have soy? It had, yes. Wow. I mean, look guys, you know, very clear here. I, I, I cannot support a meat company that decides, you know what? We also want vegans. So we're going to put out a fake meat. I can't do that. There's, you know, then there's other companies that I've worked with that are great, but then they're, they're grass fed, but they're flying their, their meat in from New Zealand. So for me, as someone who's, who's always talking about how vegans are destroying the planet by flying produce all over the world from monocropping and, yeah, we gotta... you know, I can't, I can't support that. So, um, all that to say, uh, we've, we've really been using a lot of John's meat and we, we've been encouraging everybody to, to buy local know where your meat comes from, know how it's raised. And John's just someone that I can call at any time. And I, and I literally called him this morning. I say, Hey, you know, and he's so close to the house. Literally. Can yeah, you get any like more local? He's away. down the road. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is that, you know, I didn't know how this was going to sound to him. If this was going to sound like a giant liability to him, but I said, Do well, he, like he, it? he loves it. Of course. He absolutely loved it. So, uh, John has, you know, chickens, uh, ducks, lamb. Baby ducks. Oh, will he sell those baby ducks, by the way? Yeah, of course. Oh, Jilda wants to. Yeah, so they're going to have not only, he has specific <laughs> ducks for eggs and specific ducks for Okay, because Connor uh, has like, he's getting chickens. He got chickens. Oh, he's, he set up a whole farm back in his that's backyard. That's fantastic. So, so basically, um, John is, he, I told him about this. Can we teach the kids to butcher um, how to process an animal? And although Desmond has, has worked with this before, he's done this in the past with one of his old 
homeschool groups. Uh, we had this really cool hippie homeschooling Love group it. that he would go to the farm every Thursday, I think. Um, we're going to teach them how to process an animal or two. And we might even turn this into an ongoing thing with one of our under, other homeschool co-ops where we bring a bunch of kids to do it. Um, we're also going to um, the back patio and other home improvement yeah, um, home improvement all day. Home that we're doing, they're going to be doing with us. We're going to do just another random one that I wrote down, the Marie Kondo book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. We'll is, put all these in the show notes, too. Yeah, we'll put them in the show notes. And it's really, really cool because, you know, this is a, a process that, that you go through to get rid of stuff, you know. And um, I think it's going to be very helpful for them to, to keep them from becoming pack rats because people hold on to so much crap, whether it be trauma, whether it be things, whether it be relationships, we hold on to things for way too long. And so having the ability to, to um, sit down and look at something and, and think about, you know, what it's the joy it's brought you, how much you need it now, and then finally making peace with it and saying goodbye to it, I think it's going to transfer into a lot of areas of life for them. Yeah. Um, we are also going to do, I want to definitely spend some time towards the end, once we get all this other stuff done, on goal setting and time management. Yes, goal setting. Um, and that's like... Okay, I had one more thing. Yeah. Well, I had one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about. And it's funny because I sat out there to write notes and then I the kids were talking to me and I had literally, you know me, like there went, bye, yeah. there went my thought. Thanks yeah. <laughs> if you spoke. So even though it looks like I'm interrupting you, it's mainly so I don't forget. Yeah. I'm like, what did I say? I don't forget. Um, but, um, oh yeah, so one more thing that I did want to add... Um, is basically this. So I want us to, with the boys, of course, because we, you, you know, they have to agree to it. They need to put their, they need to do, uh, have their input. But um, I want them to basically set their own rules for consumption on media, basically, because it's, you know, this, we live in a, in an era where, I mean, I can't even convert a video on Google without a butt in my face. I just, yeah. I literally cannot. It's a YouTube page and it has nothing to do with butts. Yeah. And there's several pornography ads. ads. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's happened where I've had to put these restrictions on my son's iPad and stuff. And so anyways, I want them to just also make rules like, you know, some mornings they come out and they want to put the TV on. I'm like, no, yeah. we don't do that first thing in the morning. So just some rules yeah. that we all are aware of. Like, when are we going to be, you know, what can we, what's okay? What's not? What, um, what can we watch? What, what should we not watch? You know, um, you know, just some, a little, have them make some, I love that you need it. You yeah. know, I have to do it for myself. Like yeah. I'm, that's something that I'm going to have to be doing. Danny's really good about this, putting his phone down at night, but because I'm so unorganized during the day, I feel like I can't do that because I feel like I didn't get everything done. Cause then there's stuff like, she's like, I have to do, I'm like, put your phone I'm like, down. Yeah. But I'm like closing beauty counter socials. Like there's stuff that I have to do like time sensitive. And another thing is that I don't, you know, I'm not alone all day. Yeah. So I don't, I get interrupted a lot. So there's like half, I have like 80 half done things by the time I get to the end of the day. So, but this is something that I have to work on and, um, you know, just delegate literally every half an hour of my life. Yeah. So I think, I think. That's yeah, that's a, good. We've been. So you want to go into these questions? We're yeah, about 30 answer. minutes in. It's perfect. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I was wondering how, how far we were in. All right. So let's first talk about, let's get started at the bottom and. So someone asked alimentación keto carnívora en el embarazo, which means uh, <laughs> how do you 
or or what are your thoughts probably on um, a, a, a keto carnivore diet for pregnancy? My thoughts are that we've survived for like a long, long, long time. And I just, now I don't think we were always carnivore all the time, but we definitely didn't consume plants or carbohydrates the way we do now. And we've been having babies for a lot, years and years <laughs> and years. And so it doesn't make any, uh, how annoying is it when someone says you need sugar for your brain? I'm like, how have I survived? Yeah. This long, you do guys. You sugar for your brain. Your body you do. Makes your, it this is true. From all the fat you eat. And your body produces it on its own. So my thoughts are that it's probably fine. Now, I wouldn't go from a sad diet and turn carnivore when I'm pregnant. Yeah, I would never do that. Not transition. You don't want to change things too much when you're, when you're getting pregnant. Okay. This is, let me just say this, guys, because I don't like to tell people what to do. This is what I would do because yes, I didn't perfect. have, I didn't have, I wasn't carnivore yet when I had Dean, but I was paleo and you best believe I was chugging my raw milk yep. every morning. And fermented foods. Fermented foods. And then I got an aversion to kombucha because that's Which just what sucks. happens. We had so much It was the smell. Going. It's the smell. It yeah. was the smell that would get to me. That's so true. That's when we stopped because I was like, oh, the smell. And we had, we had like several scrubs. Oh my gosh. I, have so, I had so many batches going. Um, oh, that's <laughs> another thing we're going to, you see, these are the types of things, the projects that, you know, I'm going to be teaching my kids, by the way, in our curriculum, like one week we're going to make kombucha one week, you know, we might, uh, and this is a process. Like first you need the way. First, you need to build the SCOBY. It's going to be like a month process to make our first batch of kombucha. So anyways, what was I talking about? Because that's it. Fermenting. Um, you were talking about uh, pregnancy. Oh, pregnancy. Right. Thank you. Um, so yeah, if I got pregnant right now, which don't, do not wish that on me, please. Yeah, Thank no. you. Shoo. <laughs> um, well, this is what I would do. I would be a carnivore for sure. I would make, I would definitely be nose to tail because now I'm concerned. I would be way more cautious about my DHA status, my B's and my micronutrient status, because I would need extra for me and the baby. I mean, guys, just think about the cost. I don't think that we understand the cost. We don't really think about the fact that we had to build bones and organs. And I mean, the most complex thing, a brain, like, The cost on our body as mothers and as and when it comes to micronutrients, I mean, you're left with nothing yeah. at the end of it. Um, so I would be a carnivore, but I would also listen to my body. And so if I felt like I was craving carbohydrates, I would I would have them and I would stick to, you know, low inflammatory, safer foods like kabocha squash or fermented stuff too. Fermented veggies, fermented, you know, the stuff that I like, like I would do kombucha, um, kimchi, sauerkraut, uh, all the fermented pickled stuff, stuff, pickled stuff. Um, and then if I was feeling like I wanted some carbs, I would allow myself, you know, like fruit, organic real fruit, food real food stuff, you know, a little bit of raw and filtered honey with some, you know, raw grass fed yogurt, stuff like that. That's the type of stuff that I'd be consuming. I wouldn't put too strict rules for myself or anything like that. But I definitely, probably you wouldn't catch me eating a crispy. No. Because to be honest, if anything, pregnancy is the time when I should never have it. Yeah. 
because I'm my have a kid now. Think so. of your child and yeah. re- remember that epigenetics like remember it that matters. we have we all have these genes and you know we we've I've seen my genes Mauda has seen her genes and we have several of them that are at least heterozygous that can be kind of one we pass on a bad copy or we we cause a bad copy to express itself and now we're carrying that into the baby. So that's super important. Um And the same goes for breastfeeding really, by yeah. the way. Yeah, breastfeeding too, and and yeah, for sure. So uh, I hope that answers your question. Um, someone says, we kind of answered this, will you be writing your own curriculum or are you buying? But I, I just want to say we are writing the curriculum. We don't usually have a curriculum, but why don't you mention some of the curriculi that we've used? Curricula. Curricula, I think. Is it curricula or curriculi? I don't know, whatever. Curricula. So um, again, the amazing thing about homeschooling in 2020 is our access to everything all the time. Um, so there's so many curriculums that you can pull from. You don't have to use just one. Um, some of my favorites that I'd love to share with you guys um, is rompaulcurriculum.com. That's great. Probably now that I've used it, I would say for older children um, who can kind of just be self-led there, you know, self-directed there on the website even though their, re- their, their reading program is free, I think, for K, like the intro. And it was actually really, really, it's a really good one because it's phonics and the, the lady's really great. Um, but like for, for example, when it comes to like economics, um, philosophy, that type of stuff, that's kind of where I'll probably go because and Mises. I don't, and well. Mises.org just because, you know, I don't like all the wacky, weird things that don't make sense. Um, so... Uh, that's that. And then another one, which is my all-time favorite, which thanks to my sister-in-law, Elaine, for introducing me to this because this has been a lifesaver. Um, all-in-one homeschool. I'll put all of this in the show notes because the website goes changing. I'm pretty sure it's allinonehomeschool.com. But guys, this is F-R-E-E, free. Like, I can't even believe this lady put that there free. I'd be charging everybody <laughs> because the amount of like, it is all of it is done for you. It can't, it couldn't be easier. It's literally like you pick the level, which there's placement tests. Then, you know, it tells you, you pick the classes and then it's very easy. It says day one, do this. Yep. Number two, click here, finish this worksheet, watch this video. I've used this with It is it's so cool. Makes it easy. easy for me. It is faith-based, which I love. But if that's something that you're not interested in, you can not choose to take that course. You, the math, the science, all that stuff doesn't really... Matter. The science does kind of blend, um, but with all the math and the reading and the other courses, it doesn't matter. They're, you know, um, you just can choose to not take those courses. Um, other than that, we're lucky here that we have a co-op, um, Tampa Bay Heat, that we use. There's also fish. There's also other co-ops. There's a bunch of them. You just look in your area. Um, and if you're looking for like an alternative school program where you actually drop off, I would definitely go to, is it Acton? Acton Plasser. Acton Plasser. P-L-A-C-E-R. I'm going to make a note here that I make sure to put that in the show notes because this, if I had one close, I'd probably be sending my kids there if I had one uh, close enough. But the closest one to us is Orlando. So if you're in Orlando, good for you. Um, But definitely go on the website to see if you have one near your area as an alternative kind of middle ground to, you know, homeschool and, you know, if you need to drop your kids off. Okay, so next is um, thoughts on um, schooling for Dean versus Desmond because of age difference. Uh, 
we could talk about age difference, but more importantly, it's probably the personality. Yeah, so that's the, the age of, doesn't. Yeah, age doesn't really matter. It's really schooling. We tailor it to their personalities, you know, and we we know how Desmond learns versus how Dean learns. Dean loves structure. Desmond's a lot more into hands-on stuff, but Dean likes hands-on stuff too. Yeah, but Dini, like, he's so studious. Like, he, he asked me the other day if he could do his homework. I'm like, what homework? Your classes are over. Like, that was me, for sure. So I'm like, cute. can I do a workbook? But, right. um, okay, so, you know, really, the differences is just, and this is where the philosophy of it is so important, that you start before you even have the kids. Like, you start learning about this type of stuff, because I still feel behind on, like, I feel like I wish I would have done a lot of this research beforehand. And we did a lot. I did, but, like, it's like, it takes years to yeah. learn, and so... I'm still learning stuff that I wish I knew, you know, before, but, um, yeah, like there's certain things like, uh, let's say reading. It's already very clear to me that Dean is going to learn much faster than Desmond did, but I don't care. It yeah, means it nothing matter. to me. Desmond yeah. is very smart in other areas. He is, you know, he, he's, he's still learning and he's very talented when it comes to, um, his creativity and putting things together. So it's just a different style so uh, like danny said you know dean likes to structure so i'll sit him down he likes to sit there and do worksheets where desmond might need to stand you know he's standing he's got more of a messy workspace and he's got to be like working with his hands and moving a lot with his yeah. body um so that's kind of the the differences and then you know pretty and then like the the type of courses that they take might be different according yeah. to their you know the their interests interests yeah so um, we will. I'll I'll repeat this question, but you 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 already kind of know where we stand on this because we talked about the fast in January, which I think I mentioned it. I'll be joining Mara on that. Um, do you listen and watch to all genres or only Christian things? And we we listen and watch all genres. We do, um, but we are going to focus on some of the things, some of the stuff because there's finally some good artistry coming out of uh, things that are that are Christian. Um, thoughts on how long. And how often to train and work out and how many steps per day? It depends on you. It depends on your, your lifestyle because they're, it's a, yeah. Like I, I like to be at the gym for three hours. I do. I really enjoy it. And you have the time. And I have the time. Um, because I homeschool, I don't feel like I'm like, and they're, and that's another thing. Like they're being basically, look, I totally understand if you're a working mom and like your kids are in school all day, you don't want to go stick them in the gym for three hours. Like you want to spend time with them. I understand that I'm with them all day. So I'm like, please, please go away. Please. I love you so much, but you need to go away. They can do work there. They, they have classes. Oh, they're starting a homeschool thing there too, which is going to help us out too. Yep. But, um, so, so really it depends. Um, I definitely think that you do need to do something active at least three to four times a week. Um, and then try to walk every single day. I say 10,000 steps is a good goal. Yeah, definitely. Um, for for a daily, yeah, daily 10 to 12 is a really, really good goal. And, um, yeah, you know, you could be like me working out for two hours and then sauna and all that. Or you can be like our good friend, Kristen, um, MN golden girl who does these, and I'm sure I'll die. I probably couldn't even do it. But she does these killer workouts where she only works out for 30 minutes, where she does like one set to failure. It's something that you have to do, though, with the trainers. Training. Yeah, you need the trainers. It's a specific type of training. And I feel like I've seen people at Lifetime doing it, actually, because yeah. they're dressed up, which is the funniest part. They literally, yeah, the trainers dress up like in suits. It's crazy. Um, 
And so, and it works if you've seen her. I mean, she's got a lot of muscle. And so it just depends on you. The most important thing is finding something that you enjoy that you can stick with. But I definitely do think at some point you need to add resistance because having muscle is just important for us in the long run. Yeah. The only other thing I'll add is that like you want to start with something that feels almost easy, especially if you're getting back into it, whatever. And then you have to build in progression. You always have to build in progression. Um, okay. So the next one, I love this one because I always have love the opportunity to talk about Christmas stuff. Uh, favorite Christmas movie, song, decoration, and memory. Uh, I'll go first. So my favorite Christmas movie, I never, I never say one with the, without the other. It's always has to be Scrooged and Christmas Vacation for me. Um, those two together, I can't pick one over another. I love them both. And I've watched them forever. Um, song. I don't know. I'm just going to go with Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. It's a, it's a fun, happy you song. You like Mi Burrito? Oh, Mi Burrito Sabanero. That's another really good one. Um, and then Memory for Christmas. Um, I'm just going to go with the ones that we make this year because we're not yeah. going to give gifts this year and we're going to make memories. Yeah, these are going to be because my I don't I don't have good mem- like memories for Christmas sometimes because yeah. and like maybe when I was a child when I didn't have to do any work. You different families that you had to spend time with too. No, but that was fun when I was a kid. Oh. Like now, as an adult, it's not been that fun. But that's because of the whole like, d- like just going to different houses and or no, it's just like the buying, the stress, like oh, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so what was it? Movie favorite movie. Okay, this one is I'm gonna say it because it's still I still love it. I know the one you're gonna and say. like not that many people like it, but it's still one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's a Christmas story. No, but a lot of you'll people, shoot your a eye lot of people, out. I just love that movie. That's like a lot of people's it's, favorite. And it is, it's like hard to watch because like, I feel like that kid, like I'm him. Like, I'm just like, I'm an adult. Leave me alone. Like, stop trying to tell me to be a kid. Like, yep. I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to shoot my eye out. Song, for sure, for sure. I like the like old school, like Carol of the Bells. Like, that's like. It reminds me of Home Alone. Home Alone is also another, like probably my other yeah, favorite. Home Alone is yeah, there. Home Alone and Christmas Story are probably my favorites. And then what was the other one? Uh, decoration. We haven't talked about that. Like, decoration. Oh, for decoration. Um. Gosh, I probably have a lot because, see, this is something that I do like to do is, like, collect things. And so I really, really like our, like, nature tree yeah, that we, we do. We get, so, yeah, like, I love our globe different. that we have. I've got, like, a little passport animals. and I have animals. Yeah. Yeah, we do love those. So it's hard to choose. Okay, this is a great one. I know you're going to love this one. I'll let you answer it. Do Dean or Desmond believe in Santa? When will you tell them? <laughs> So we kind of don't do Santa. <gasps> Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're I'm tired. And I just had coffee, if you can believe it. But it didn't work, obviously. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal with Santa. Um, I don't necessarily think there's anything inherently no, wrong with Santa. No, there's nothing bad about Santa. We, I believed in we Santa. We still talk about Santa and we still play the, the Santa The spirit game. of Santa. Yeah, yeah. and like... Okay, the way we see Santa is how we see, like, Mickey Mouse. You know, like, that's how we kind of treat it. Like, you want to take a picture with Santa? Like, you want to take a picture with Mickey Mouse? You know? Um, But we don't really... there's a reason. Explain that, too, because But there's several reasons why we don't do uh, Santa. Number one, as... um, for, For us, like, just because of our faith, I don't ever want to like lie to them about something that they can't see because then I don't want them to ever, you know, like question everything question. Even if they might, if they do, that's, you know, that's okay. I I pray for my kids. I know that they're fine, but um, yeah. So that's one part of it. I don't 
I just, and I just don't like to lie. I just yeah. don't like to lie about things. Um, but it's also the fact that there's, there are, there's poverty all around the world. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, that's all I was getting there. But go ahead. Go ahead. It's okay. Well, yeah, well, that's another thing. Like for some kids, Santa doesn't, doesn't come. Do you know what I mean? And so just the thought of some mis, like fake character just coming coming to your house and leaving you an obnoxious and obscene amount of plastic, by the way, plastic stuff. Um, it just doesn't sit well with me when I feel like there's other kids that don't even get to believe in Santa. Now I have heard that some friends do this thing where Santa brings them one thing, yeah. you know, and but that's just that gets very confusing well, for me. When we started to approach it, we did it the right way because like we were we were kind of thinking about this when Desmond three four and we were like, okay, this is what I kind of didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah, we didn't, and but the, we were like, okay, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna approach this? And I remember like we said, look. If he says anything about Santa, we're going to be like, yeah, I mean, that's what they say, right? That's yeah. That's what they say about Santa. And I would Santa. ask him what he thought. Like, what yeah, do you what think? Do you, do think? you think he's real? Yeah. And then what is, it's hilarious because Dean. Well, this who, is so funny because like, well, Desmond, Desmond is very logical and it's so funny how like they got different things. Like they really are a mix of us because yeah. like they're, like there's parts that are like me, but Dean is not completely like me in certain things. Like yeah. he's more... Um, like he likes more of like the characters and, and the, the and the make believe more than Desmond, which is funny to me because I would think Desmond is so like childlike. Yeah, but it's different because Desmond's very logical as well. Yeah. So if it doesn't make sense, like it's easy. He's like that doesn't make sense. That's it. Like it just doesn't make sense. So so for Desmond, it was kind of easy. Like he never really believed it, but he would play along. Or but it's just so funny because for Dean, like he even though we tell him like it's not real, he's like yeah he is. And I'm like, okay. So then we kind of just like play along and 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 all of that for him. But yeah, I think deep down he probably does know that it's yeah. not true. But he likes to pretend. And yeah. so if he wants to pretend, then we pretend. But it's pretend. And okay, so the next plus is Jesus's birthday, by the way. That's right. <laughs> by the way, I, I really love this question. Um, <laughs> and there's a few of these, and I'm 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 gonna do everybody give them the respect they deserve. Um, <laughs> this question. Is oh, really, no. Oh, no. it's not a question. It's just, it's a fire emoji. So fire emoji. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> okay. Who, who was it? Who was it? I don't even know who it is. Um, They're just like, you I guys are on fire. Have, I don't have, because it was a screenshot, so it doesn't say who oh, Okay, it. okay. Um, I want to answer this one first because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you go. I've been talking. What advice would you give someone to someone who's dating? And this is from Lisa. <laughs> And Lisa, um, this is first, important, Lisa. I'm going to start with well, I'm going to start with a, a hilarious thing that I saw the other day, and I related to it so much because I really truly feel for people. <laughs> Did you send it to me? Living nowadays. Um, go go say it, say. So so it was basically <laughs> like people who live nowadays. Like this ain't easy out here, man. There's a lot of crappy freaking people. It's I mean, worse. just society is just crap. It's hard to find a good person, whether it be a friend, a, 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 a you know, a significant other, a business partner. But uh, is hilarious. Yeah, a business partner, <laughs> except for Ben. Ben is the best. Um, <laughs> like there was a, was, I just was scrolling and I saw something one day and it said, "Dating pro tip: Don't." <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. So that's your humor for today, Lisa. But no, honestly, like um, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy you asked because like. I would have to put myself in this position. And I I think like knowing what I know now, 
Um, the most important thing to me going into like a dating relationship would be, you know, um, especially cause I'm 38, you know, and I know you're kind of my age, Lisa. So, um, I would, I would go into it, you know, as, as early as possible. If, if we're, if this is like a thing, let's, let's kind of talk about where we are and let's talk about this relationship. Let's not have any games. And let's also talk about the things that we find important to us right. and things that are non-negotiable. Right. Yep. So, because, you know, any relationship, you know, with the exception of like, you know, a Tinder relationship or something like that, you know, where, you know, you're just going to be freaking hooking up with people. I, I mean, you're going to want to like, you're, you're going to want to like, I, I don't want to waste time, you know? So if, if, if I'm going out with someone, it's because, you know, in the back of my mind, I see that there's even like, yeah, you're not just dating a day right now, right now, the dating it's for a specific per- purpose. Yeah. At your at this age, because we know what we want. Yeah, and and like we, Danny and I have talked about this so many. Like Danny and I honestly lucked out, but we knew already. But we had known each other really well, yeah. so like I knew he was my same type of crazy and, and crunchy. We've seen each other at our worst, and yeah, but also it's like so important because I can't tell you how many DMs we get of, oh, um, I'm trying to be healthy, but my husband's not on board. Or I'm trying to get the kids healthy, but my wife's not on board. Or my ki- my my husband doesn't agree with my parenting, or my or my, my wife parenting agree skills, with the or homeschooling. And I just these are so so these are important conversations that I would have first date straight up first date. Like get it out of the way. Look here, hey, listen up, buddy. I don't eat gluten, okay? And I don't want that in my house. <laughs> to be quite to be honest, but uh, listen, I don't do not care. Yeah. Look, let's say for for some. Horrific reason I would have to go on a date. I would probably was, just be alone for the rest of my life. It was because I died. It was yeah, I and I would just be alone life. at that point. I'd be like, whatever. I'm yeah. not going to go through this again. <laughs> exactly. I would just be alone. But let's say I did have to date. I would be like, like I mean, right off the bat, where are we going to dinner, buddy? Yeah. Not, can't go there. Also, by the way, <laughs> I'm an addict, so I don't drink. Oh, by the way, I don't <laughs> drink, so I'm not going to be playing that game. Yeah. Uh, no gluten, no food dies in my house. Yeah, just get the get Gotta the get, it, get the weirdness out. out. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Um, this question kind of was asked already, but I'll ask it just out of respect. And um, do you use a curriculum or just use bits and pieces from different ones? We use bits and pieces from different ones, and we also allow the children to explore on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I still eat regular meat instead of grass-fed meat on keto because of my budget? One hundred percent. Yes. Eat the meat that you like to eat and that you can afford. We encourage people to to have raw dairy to have grass-fed meat um not only because of the ethical considerations to the animal but also the environment and all of that yes, stuff but, but your it, health comes first yeah and if you can't afford it then it's still going to be better than our favorite example to use quinoa <laughs> um and there are plenty of people who have been carnivore thriving and they've had to do that kelly hogan thankful carnivore they eat ground beef and bacon every day and what's these people uh the the, the joe and uh Charlene Anderson. They do Costco ribeyes. Yeah. Okay. So this one I actually think might be kind of a cool thing to add to our projects. This is from Keto Tiny and Vintage. He has several really good questions. Um, what about a book for carnivore kids, a keto kids cookbook, or um, you four would produce a great one for this? Yeah. That would be kind of a cool thing for them to, to, to think about the recipes and to make the book. And Yeah, that would be cool. So I'm going to write that down. Um Whoever this person is, this is this is a brand new one. I've never experienced this one. I've had 
people DMing me with like bots DMing me. I've had comments where they're actual bots, like, you know, you could tell it's like a Russian translation. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, like, hello, look, please look my file and tell her. (laughs) I get that one for fur the apparel all the time. Well, I got one as a question, which was hilarious. Hello, welcome to my account. And then the person, no, the person tags himself, like, welcome to my account. So you have just ensured that I never look at your account. Um, part two, uh, she's really into the cookbook. Any plans for a fat field family edition cookbook or how to do carnivore for families? Um, I would love to do, well, we have our, we have our, uh, how to live a fat field lifestyle or killing a fat field program. Yes. People apparently aren't interested in getting their families healthy because that program was a big fat dud. Um, so it's still available though. And it's still awesome. Actually, no, we, we, me and Rachel took the site down. Oh, really? Yeah, it costs money to have a site. And That's you, true. You know, so anyways. All right. Uh, what types of shakes can you have on keto? I don't have shakes, but... Yeah, shakes um, are just not a good I just, for me. Look, I only... When you're keto, usually you're eating once or twice a day. And for my one or two meals, I'm not going to have a shake because one, it's sweet. Yeah. Any shake, unless you're making a savory shake, which that doesn't sound that good. Terrible that sounds disgusting. Have so a broth instead of... Um, now, I will say that I do utilize shakes for my boys. Um, it's just they eat a lot. So it's just like, okay, you already had a steak. Like, Plus here's a extra shake. extra vitamins and right. extra stuff. And that that's a great way in. that I hide stuff, right? Like, I'll hide, um, I'll hide um, you know, supplements fish and fish oils and all types of stuff, probiotics. But the one thing is if you are going to do shakes, you need to make sure that you're finding a protein concentrate or um, non-denatured way where all the amino acids are intact. Um, most of what you're going to find is isolate or just yeah, you process way. You want to get whey concentrate, non-denatured. Yeah. It gives you the full spectrum of um, amino acids, <laughs> including glycine, proline, hydroxyproline. Off the top of my head, brands that I know of are Ali Miller. Uh, what is Mike's? Uh, um, Myoscience. Myoscience. And then there are a few like Jaro that I've seen at Sprouts. Uh, you just got to look at the ingredients. Oh, another really good brand, actually, that I love is Lifetime. Lifetime, uh, their brand of protein is legit. It's got concentrate. It's got methyl Bs. It's got stuffs. All right. Yep. What else? All right. So I'm going to look one more time on the story because we, we actually got through all of our questions. Did we? We, we killed it, my love. How, how long have we been recording? We've been on for 57 minutes, so it's perfect. Wow. But let me just... Um, here, see if anyone asked any last minute. Look here. Here's my... Oh, dude, I lost it already? That's It's gone from yesterday? I must have done it early in the day. Hold on. I, I know how to do this. Um, other than that, this is bad radio where I'm actually looking. Why oh, my you, gosh. Why don't you talk about something while I look? What should I talk about? <laughs> Talk about, um, well, what are you doing this afternoon? What am I doing? So, um, I'm actually gonna, uh, tough it out and go to a dinner in Orlando at seven, which is rough, but I'm going to do it because I've been invited every month and it's time that I go because this is something that I'm going to be focusing on, um, business wise is beauty counter. I'm really excited about just everything that's going on, their mission, and it's just a great time to be a part of this company because, you know, the uh, clean beauty industry, you know, we're the front runners right now. So it's just really exciting. And yeah, you guys should definitely check out Beauty Counter. 
If you are looking to make the switch to safer skincare, um, they have something for everyone. They have Danny's been using their men's line. My kids use the kids line. Um, and I've used every single thing that probably they have. And I mean, I can count maybe on one hand products that were, I did, I wasn't obsessed with, but they were still good. And, and I mean, every that- single thing I've tried performs, especially the makeup, you guys. Well, the one thing that you didn't stuff. like, they removed it. <laughs> so true. It's like, you, you didn't like this like one they, product and they're like, all right. They done. discontinued it. It was the hair thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, What am I doing with the boys? I'm doing something with them today while you're gone, aren't I? Or no? Maybe taking Desmond to the urgent care. Oh, yeah. Because his lymph nodes are so swollen. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope well, you guys, enjoyed this. This um, has been great. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to send this one out. We're going to try to get this one out. Um by tomorrow or saturday um if you like these q a's let us know yeah we we can do more of them like once a month maybe we can do one of these so yeah this is a fun way for you guys to ask us questions and get them answered all right guys um happy holidays to all of you merry christmas um happy hanukkah all the stuff that goes on this month and uh we wish you guys the best and we hope that um you guys enjoy this we hope you got value out of this episode and like i said before if you have questions for future episodes or you have ideas for videos since we're going to be recording more videos in 2020 send them to hello at fatfield.family other than that my love until next time until next time lose your mind and find yourself no
and clementines and children singing to their toys he tries Thank you.